Everyone, welcome back to Cover 3, you, the college football degenerates. My name's Jameson, and I'm your Hokie football fan. It's Tuesday, September 10th at approximately 3.55 or so here on this afternoon. I'm here with the Fighting Irish fan, Pat. How are we doing today, Pat? Doing well. Thank you, sir. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. And, of course, the Michigan Wolverine fan, Phil. How are we doing, Phil? Relieved, but not optimistic. Relieved, but not optimistic. Referring to that Army game, I'm assuming. Yes, I am. Yeah, that was a great... Uh, Survive. That was not a great game. Well, you know, surviving. Jeff Munkin, though, with Army, my God, it's he's an impressive game plan. Awesome. Yeah, it was. Um, before we really get started, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but why don't teams like Illinois and teams like even Wake or Iowa State, some of the lower Power Five teams, take that approach? I don't know why I the hell take they don't that do it. Blueprint, go with it. Yeah, I mean, it sucks to watch. It's like watching the four corners in basketball before that shot clock. You know it's going to happen, but you just got to stop it. Like mm-hmm. I mean, you got to—they can't play their game. Right. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, you know, with that being said, let's talk about what what we did for week two of college football. Um, I was in Blacksburg myself watching uh, the Hokies uh, win in a very average uh, way. Um, they still have some injuries that they're not recovering from. So, but you know, I enjoyed myself. I apologize. I lost my voice a little bit. But, uh, Pat, how was your week two of college football? What did you do? Where were you watching that Michigan and Army game? I was uh, sitting right down here in the basement where we are currently located, drinking beer and watching that game. And, frankly speaking, I, I was I was kind of not necessarily stunned because of what Army did to Oklahoma last year, but was definitely thinking, you know, hey, I mean, Michigan's on the brink here, and their season could be toast. Yeah. But, I mean, overall, um, it was a good weekend outside of my fantasy teams. I went 1-4 and four in all my fantasy leagues. Fuck that. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Phil, how much nervous drinking were you doing during that Michigan game? Zero. I actually was not drinking. Oh, good um, for you. But it was probably one of the most frustrating games I've watched in the past couple of years. I haven't yelled at my TV quite that much in a long time. Super disappointed with the coaching. Shea Patterson, I was ready to bench. I was ready to fucking fire Jim Harbaugh <laughs> with the shitty play calls. Uh, I, I think it just shows, I think Michigan is well overrated as of right now. They did drop a couple spots, I think, down to 10, but I think they, I don't even know if they should be top 20 at this point after that. I mean, they, wasn't they their offense supposed to be, like, opened up this year under Josh Gaddis? Yeah, speed and space. That's what I kept hearing, speed and space. I mean, there it never was happened. none of that. I, I didn't get to watch much of the game. Like I said, I was in the stands for the Virginia Tech game. Um, I was keeping track of it on, on the scoreboard there. And, you know, in a way, we were surprised, but not surprised. We talked about it last week, how Army was going to put up in a fight, but uh, put up a fight in that game. Um, but to kind of recap how you all did individually and how we all did individually with our wagers against one another here on Cover 3 you, uh, Phil, you you were the big winner last week. You, you're not the big winner this week, but you didn't do too bad. You went 7-8 and eight in your wagers. A lot of action. Like a lot, of, a lot action. of action. You still lead in action. You're, that puts you at 14-11 and 11 for the season, uh, which puts you above 500. That's uh, really good against the spread, by the way. Yeah. yeah. That's really good against the spread. 
Y'all might want to listen to Phil a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i tell you who not to listen to. That would be myself currently. Uh, I am. Uh, I went 3-5 and five last week, a little better than week one. I had another bad beat. UVA took a knee on the five-yard line to not cover the spread by a half a point. Uh, I thought they would kick a field goal or, you know, at least try to run the ball. Uh, but they took a knee with like two minutes left. They really ate the clock there at the end, but that's all right. I went three and five for the week. That puts me at four, nine, and one for the season. I'm the uh, well, I'm not the only one below 500 for the season. So is Pat. But Pat did was the only one that was above 500 for the week in week two. You went seven and four, making you the winner last week, uh, making your tally for the season 11, nine and one so that puts you right there with phil as far as win percentage for the season but you were the big winner last week pat um any uh games that caught your eye last week Patrick? I, I was just kind of glad we kind of you and i we had to double up against phil and got that uh texas a&m touchdown late that garbage time touchdown to to cover the spread on that one that was pretty exciting yep me and you took texas a&m uh against clemson to uh cover the 17 and a half like I said, I think Clemson's going to be a little over-favored all year just because of how talented they are. Uh, Phil uh, does not agree. I mean, you you, the, you took Clemson again to cover, and this time really they They looked really good against a really good program, and they had that game covered until that last second, which that was a bullshit TD. Um, but, yeah, I think – I don't I don't know if they are going to be – There were a lot of people game. jumping up and down across the country when that touchdown happened. Yeah, that made a lot of people some money, lost a lot of people some money. So, that's just the way the game goes. Yep. I, I'll say this. Trevor Lawrence went 24 of 35, 268 yards and a touchdown. So, he was a little more contained uh, in the passing game. But at the end of the day, it's like Clemson's running game is just as dangerous. Um, and they have several backs who can do it. I went to a restaurant after the Virginia Tech game in Salem, Virginia, to watch that game, and I was impressed at how well defensively Texas A&M played. Uh, what it came down to is Texas A&M couldn't put up any points. Um, but, um, yeah, so that was a good game. Any other games that caught y'all's eye? Phil, do you have any games that stood out in your wagers last week? Uh, not really. Uh, that Maryland game, you know, I'm kind of surprised oh, yeah. about that Maryland team. Yeah. Just Let's talk about that game a little bit. Maybe they are a dark horse there in the uh, in the Big Ten. They're going to knock off. They're going to beat Ohio State, Penn State, or Michigan. I think they're going to win two of three. You think they'll win two or three of those? Yes. Wow, that may be I, I don't know exactly who they play at home. Both their games have been at home so far. I don't think it matters. It probably I, doesn't. I really don't. I mean, you watch their speed. I mean, you know, they always said Big Ten speed was never there. Well, with those fucking guys, holy yeah. shit, they're – I mean, they're yeah. just all over the There's place. There's some burners. So the final score of that Maryland-Syracuse game, and I said Syracuse was probably the one of the only ACC teams on Clemson's schedule this year in the ACC that would put up a, a, a fight against the Tigers. That doesn't look the case anymore after they lost 63-20 to to Maryland. And it wasn't even that close. It, it, it wasn't. I will say Tommy DeVito looked better for Syracuse. He went 28 for 39, 330 yards and three touchdowns. So um, if you're looking for that Syracuse quarterback play, you finally got it. Uh, but you know I think what? He threw a pretty bad pick, though. He did throw a bad pick. And I'll say it again. I, that was just a track meet. I'm a, um, Josh Jackson, the transfer from Tech, to Maryland at quarterback, he managed the game extremely well. He realizes the weapons he has around him, and he let them do their thing. It was just a track meet. Those running backs were running up and down the sideline, and Syracuse couldn't even keep up. Um, 
Another standout performance in that game was um, Javon Leak of Maryland. He had seven carries, 107 yards, and two touchdowns. So Maryland could be for That'll help the old average, won't it? <laughs> yeah. oh, that's the average. Um, any teams that stood out to you guys? LSU, my God. Yeah. I, I love out of the 14 people that have listened to this so far, you all know that I love to dog on the SEC. But LSU's finally starting to utilize the talent that they recruit. And, my God, were they impressive. I mean, their defense was eh, a little suspect. But, you know, I think they're going to hold up just fine against the offenses in the SEC. Yeah, that's a really good Texas offense they played. But, anyway, I, I, I thought that LSU team is fucking fabulous. Yeah, and the only other team I really want to add in there, as much as it pains me to say, is Ohio State. I thought they were going to have a little more trouble than they did with uh, Cincinnati. I thought Cincinnati's defense was for real. Um, and, of course, Ohio State boat raced in a 42 though. So Yeah, that was a boat race. Justin um, Fields, super efficient. Yep. 20-25. Yep. I mean, there was some – we were talking about how Cincinnati could upset them there, but – and let alone cover the spread, and neither one of those happened. They didn't even get a point. I got a little something to say about Michigan State. Last week I gave them a hard time about that offense, how the only reason they beat Tulsa is due to that superior defense they have and special teams. The offense came to play last week against Western Michigan. They won 58-17. to um, And come to find out, Tulsa's defense, which is the team they played last week where they didn't do squat offensively, was a top-rated defensive last season. Well, against Western Michigan, they did have plenty of stats. They had rushing yards of 251, passing yards of 331. They had a per uh, yards per rush average of 7.4 against Western Michigan. So um, the offense that wasn't there last week against Tulsa was definitely there for Western Michigan. So it goes back to what you said, Phil, last week. If that offense can sustain those kind of numbers as opposed to last week to go with that dominant Michigan State defense, Michigan State could be another Big Ten team that can make some noise over there. Only other one quick little tidbit um, I want to throw in there was about LSU. And uh, Joe Burrow, I, was, I saw something where it said uh, he had 200 to 1 odds to win the Heisman at Caesars at the beginning of the year. You guys know where he's at now? No, what is that? Six to 1. That would be some good money to get in there early. All I know is I didn't have the balls to be able to go in there and put, let alone five bucks on him to win 200, you know, with those odds to win the Heisman. Because, frankly, I just figured they'd be the same old LSU, but my God, they're fucking pitching it around. Let's move on to week three in the wagers. With that being said, not a lot of big time matchups this week. So um, let's start with uh, UNC at Wake Forest. Is that a Friday night game? Yeah, Friday night game. 6 p.m. on ESPN. Wow. It's primetime dinner time. If you want to go out to a local establishment, grab a cold beer and a bucket of wings, I think that's a good game to watch. I think it's going to be pretty entertaining. Yeah. Um, UNC, 2-0 with wins against South Carolina and Miami. Mac Brown is looking like a better hire than I thought. But I'm telling you, Wake Forest, I've watched them in week one and in week two. They have some weapons offensively. Um, the uh, running back, what's his name, Cade? Cade Carson? Um, he had a big game in week one. I'm trying to look that up right now. Uh, Cade Carson. And then they also uh, have a wide receiver for Wake Forest um, that has been dominant as well. And I know that because I went against him in fantasy and he put up some big numbers. Dave, 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 Dave. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. Dave Clawson does just a hell of a job at Wake every year. I mean, he he obviously doesn't get the best players in the country to come there, but he just he develops the guys, he gets them to stay for four years, and hell of a coach. I'm I'm actually surprised he hadn't gotten more looks from some of the upper echelon Power Five leagues. Yeah, I his think name he's never really comes up with yeah. these big coaching vacancies. Which I'm I'm kind of surprised to hear as well. And you know, we said that in like week one, him and Cutliff out of the ACC, they're both coaches who are content with just enjoying the game and enjoying progressing young men uh, and, and improving their, their style of play. But, you know, Wake Forest can put up points. They put up 41 against Rice. They put up 38 against Utah State. I know that's not heavy competition, uh, but they have some weapons uh, offensively. Uh, the running back, I'm still trying to look up his name. But I believe it's Cade Carson. But I'm here now seeing Kenneth Walker is also a dominant back for them as well. I'll take UNC. I I, I'll there, take actually. Wake. I, I'm, I'm high on Wake. Are you going to get double paper here? Um, I still think, I, yeah, I'll go double paper. I it, like Sam Howe, that freshman QB for UNC. Um, his, he's got a lot of moxie, that kid. UNC, and we get three points with that too, right? Uh, I yeah, you get three points. Yeah, Wake Forest is actually favored. And, you know, yeah, we were all surprised when we saw that. I knew it would be a close line. I didn't think Wake would be favored. But, um, and, and, uh, and I'm sorry, before, you go in, before you go into that, it's Cade Carney is the running back, not Cade, Cade, Carney. Cade Carson. Something, he, he has 25 carries, 105 yards, and 4.2 yards a carry. Something really cool about this game, and I applaud both schools for doing this. Because they could have went out and scheduled Podunk U out of conference. They said, fuck that. We're going to go and we're going to play each other and use this as an out-of-conference game and not count it against our ACC schedule. Yeah. yeah. Legit move. That. Yeah. 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 Legit so this, move. this is an ACC game that won't count in the ACC standings, as crazy as that sounds. Um, but, yeah, look out for Wake. I, I'm, I wish, uh, you know, I, I didn't think Wake would be favored. Um, I'm still going to pick him to win just because I've seen him play and they have so many weapons offensively. Scotty Washington, like you said, Phil, he has 11 catches, 204 yards. And Sage Surratt's the other receiver, 13 catches for 203 yards. They have two receivers over 200 yards after two games. They're averaging 18 and over 18 and over 15 yards a catch. I mean, and then they got the Cade Carney kid with 105 yards rushing. Kenneth Walker with 125. They're averaging 4.2 and 13.9 yards per carry. I mean, the weapons are everywhere for Wake. Would you, I think it's going to be a great game. I'll tell you what. I'm excited to see it on Friday night. I, you know what? That's a great game to watch on 6 o'clock on Friday after yeah, work. Yeah, told you. A you know? couple of beers, bucket of wings. And we got some wagers on it. Put it on paper. I got Wake. Um, of course, maybe I'm not the guy to listen to based on my season record. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this is the beginning of it kind of turning around yeah, here. Maybe. Maybe this will be the game that starts it all. So, yeah, spent a lot of time on that game. Let's move on. Uh, Washington State at Houston. Uh, Washington State is eight and a half favorites. Um Washington State's been making some moves here the last couple of years in that program. They have been, you know, Mike Leach with Washington State. I mean, he's he's something else. I'm actually. Do you all think Tennessee regrets not hiring Mike Leach? I, I think I he, I think Mike Leach got now he got let go from Texas Tech. He got for a lock. What did he do? He, he locked a player in an equipment room. Supposedly <laughs> the guy the kid had a concussion. Yeah, he was trying yeah. to keep him out of the light. So. Mike Lee, he's a he's a character. I, let me let me let me say I this: like if if that's the reason that Tennessee was afraid of hiring Leach was due, I think to, they were afraid of that, just that the way he talks. He doesn't talk like those folks down 
in the state of Tennessee yeah. and those others. Yeah. So. And he, ESPN did a cool little gig on game day. Yeah. He taught a football class for students. Yeah. I mean, he's just a cool dude. He's yeah. also obsessed with pirates. Yeah. yeah. You guys knew that. That's cool. Yeah, because he has a house in Key West. Yeah. 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 You like pirates? I love them. Very interesting. How about the East Carolina pirates? Uh-huh. Don't like them quite as much. Okay. But Anyone want to go on this game? I, I, um, Houston, I, I, I like Washington State. Houston did not look that impressive against Oklahoma. That's the only game I saw them play was that week one game. Derek King and you know I, I picked uh, I picked Houston to cover that spread against Oklahoma in week one I think and they did not. But anyway, I, I'll take uh, anybody want Houston. I, I'll, I I'll like take, I'll take Houston. You want Houston? Uh, I'll take I'll take Washington State. Oh, okay, double against Pat. I like it. Okay, so we All got right. some paper. I don't Double think we have any bets then. this week, but yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, we kind of came in thinking there wouldn't be a lot of uh, wagering going on due to the lack of uh, exciting games, but here you go. Phil and I have Washington State to cover the eight and a half against Houston, and uh, Pat has Houston. Um, we'll see how that turns out. I think Washington State, uh, along with a couple other teams like maybe Colorado, could compete for the uh, – Pack, uh, that game so. was fun this past weekend. That yeah, that was Colorado. a good game. Should, do we have Colorado on the list today, Pat? Uh, I think they're off this week. They are off this week. Okay. So with that being said, uh, yeah, look out for Colorado. Look out for Washington State. They the pulled Pac-10. a flea flicker from their own end zone. Yeah. It's incredible. I loved it. Yeah. I was, you know, there were some exciting plays this, this past week. Um, Arkansas State at Georgia. Georgia, you know, playoff favorite. Uh, you got Fromm out there slinging it. He's having a good start to the season, as, as well as Swift at running back. They are 33-point favorites at home against Arkansas State. What do you all think of that noon, game? noon kick on Saturday. What I think about this game is Georgia's obviously going to win. I think Arkansas State can pitch it around the yard a little bit against that secondary. Give me Arkansas State to cover the 33 or. Yeah, 33 on the nose. Give me Arkansas State to cover that. Anyone want what to conference it? is Arkansas State in? Do you even know? I think they're in the Sun Belt, I believe. I don't know. It looks like they hammered down on UNLV last weekend, though. Did they? 43 to 17 at UNLV. I'm not saying UNLV has a football program or anything of note, but. Uh, they, lo- they did lose week one against SMU, 37 to 30. They're 1 and 1. Um. I'm going to stay away from the game. I, I don't know quite enough about Arkansas State. I'll, I'll go with it. Just to throw another one on paper here. All right, let's do so it. I'll take Georgia, and I am giving you 33 points. Paper. Paper. Next game we have is Ohio State Buckeyes at Indiana, favored by 16. Um a weird line to me it is kind of a weird line i think it's a little low uh i think ohio state is made a statement last week with that cincinnati win 42 to nothing last week justin fields had another big day 20 to 25 224 yards and two touchdowns he's starting to get a groove there in columbus um not sure what indiana has been doing thus far they're, they're uh, two and they, uh, yeah, actually, i don't think they played anybody who did they yeah, play last they're week playing it, eastern illinois last week beat them 52 to nothing though totally <laughs> uh, with that being said i would still take ohio state what we say to 16 16 and given 16 points anybody I, i'm, I'm gonna stay away from that i had i mean 
I think Indiana, Ohio. Indiana only beat Ball State by fucking ten. Yeah, I see that in week one. Even though they won big, I, I'm staying away from that one. Yeah, I think Ohio State covers easily. In fact, I would go <laughs> as far as saying that would be my lock of the week. Oh, damn! Ohio State covering lock of the week. So I like it. I, you know, we haven't really done locks of the week, but I mean, I think that's an easy cover for the Buckeyes. Sixteen. But Seems that way. Indiana's never traditionally had much of a football program. Uh, the early 90s, they were going to bowl games. And that's I the think last it was two years ago when Ohio State opened up at Indiana. Indiana think, gave them a little scare. Yeah, Indiana gave them a scare. Ohio State had to come in late and, and win. So. Yeah. Again, Indiana is 2-0. The only two teams they played is Ball State. Week 1, they won by 10. Eastern Illinois, they won 52 nothing. So they haven't played anybody. Their first test um, – I think it's going to be a beatdown, personally. But anyways, moving on. Uh, Pitt, who was your Coastal Division champions last year in the ACC. That's probably one of the weakest divisions in college football right now. Um, goes to Penn State, who's been making some noise early. Uh, Penn State is favored by 17. Give me Pitt. I think it's going to be a slugfest. Where if you watch... It? It's at Penn State. Oh, give me Penn State. Give me Penn State as well. <laughs> Let, hear me Let out. Let me jump on that quick there, before Pat rationale. changes his mind. There's some rationale behind this, right? <laughs> and we have double paper. We Let's do? go ahead and note that. But Penn State last week against Buffalo, that, that was a game up until about midway through the third quarter. First half. Yeah. Yeah. Midway through the third quarter, and then a couple of breaks went Penn State's way. They got a... They got a pick six, and then, you know, the doors were kind of blown off after that. Pat, Pat, I think – I mean, Pitt's – Mark my word here. Yeah, I was just about to say, I think Buffalo is a better team than Pitt this year. I I am telling you right now, this is going to be a slugfest. Pitt's going to muck it up. They're going to run the ball. Penn State's not going to have the ball very much. I give me give me Pitt. The only the only reason that Pitt made that run in the Coastal Division last year to play in the ACC Championship, which they lost to Clemson to by pretty significantly, was they had two dominant running backs in a running game that's no longer there. Right, they're no, it's, those running backs aren't there, and they don't have the running game they had last year. Uh, they have a great receiver in, in French. Um, is it for, for French, for yeah, French. it's, it's for French. <laughs> French. But that's the only weapon they have offensively. They they beat Ohio last week twenty to ten, and they lost to UVA the week before that thirty to fourteen. I don't think they have any offensive weapons. You got to go out on a limb in some of these games. Somebody, we'll see. Somebody needs to spell check on that dude's name. There should be two F's to start a name. I'm wondering if I'm pronouncing it. Is it for French? I don't know. <laughs> or is it just a heart like a French? I don't know. Uh, you know the Kenny. Oh, Kenny Pickett. Quarterback for Pitt. It's another great name. Here, Kenny Pickett. I don't know. Here's Kenny? your here's your stats. <laughs> yeah, he he could throw picks. Kenny Pickett throwing picks all day. He's forty seven to seventy eight with two touchdowns, two interceptions. He's been sacked five times. Um, he he doesn't have a he doesn't look good. And and Pitt's offense doesn't look good. We'll we'll, we'll move on to the next game. Um, I think that's – I like that one, Phil, me and you. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with all I, that I don't, so I don't feel comfortable about this game, although I did sound comfortable about it. But give me the, give me the Panthers. They're going to cover. Hey, you got them, bud. All right, next game, uh, before we go into intermission here, we got Maryland, the big Maryland Terps, making a statement early at Temple. Maryland's only favored by seven. That's weird to me. Yeah. I know Temple blew that's... out Bucknell that first week, and they, I guess they had a bye last week. Um but Maryland has absolutely impressed me. 
like super impressed. If anybody wants that action, I'll be gone with Maryland. Yeah, I, th- me I, too. I'm not taking Temple, I'll tell you that. I think me too. I Temple think that- has really become a pretty good program. They love to fight up there in, in Philadelphia, but anyway. That, that, may, that, that may might be, a, be the lock of the week. That may be a lock of the week. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. Again, I'll say it once again. Josh Jackson, our quarterback, he has enough weapons to manage the game and have a very successful season for the, t- for the Terps this year. Uh, so with that being said, you know, there's about six games there for you to start off week uh, three of the college football season. We will go into some plenty of more games here after we take a short break here at Cover 3U, the college football degenerates. All right, welcome back to Cover 3U, college football degenerates. Uh, let's carry on for week three games. Uh, Chattanooga goes to poor little old Tennessee. Man, they suck. I mean, they are fucking terrible. I, mean, I saw a funny gif. It was a dump truck on fire. What's a gif? Some people call it a gif. Some people. You don't want to have this conversation yeah, right now. A, you had a T. T on the end. No, I said gif. <laughs> there was a T on the end. No, gif. <laughs> Those are listeners. If you could please, once we get a Twitter page launch, comment on what I said. I said gif. We'll put now, up some, a live poll here. And some people play. say gif too. Like gif. Yeah. Or GIF. Right. What do you call it? Gif or gif? I I usually just call it a gif. But, I, got, I got a hard G. Yeah. So yeah. you say GIF? Yeah, without the T. That's yeah. what I said. Anyways. <laughs> That's a gift. All right, all right. Let's all right. Go. We got to roll through some games here. We spent a little too much time talking. Uh, the, the, GIF was a, uh, the GIF was a dumpster truck on fires flying down the highway, and it was uh, Tennessee's head coach um, – Jeremy Pruitt. Jeremy Pruitt. That's his name driving it. And it was pretty and that's pretty much sums up Tennessee's football season right now. Yeah, I mean they gave up a seventy yard bomb, you know, with their with their defensive back supposedly playing all the way back, but that obviously wasn't the case. Well so. they're they're favored by twenty eight. Give me week. Chattanooga. I'll, I'll take Chattanooga. I'll go Tennessee. Chattanooga did lose by like 21 or 28 to Jacksonville State yeah. last weekend. Not to Tennessee, though. I don't know. Yeah, Tennessee sucks. I hate rooting for them, but. I think Chattanooga's closer to being a college basketball relevant team than a football team. I'm going to take Tennessee, too. God damn, I'm mm-hmm. getting doubled up all over the place this week. Tennessee, this is the week. They had a players only meeting. No, what, what did them do? I did what read they about do? The- Sit around and talk about how much they suck. <laughs> Kansas State goes to Mississippi State. Mississippi State, that SEC team that's kind of been, you know, not that impressive. Uh, they go to Mississippi State. Mississippi State's favored by eight. You guys have any action on that? Who did Mississippi State play last week? They we, we, we talked about them a little bit. Um, nobody took action on it. We, we skimmed through it. Mississippi um, State... Played Southern Miss and won thirty eight fifteen. Okay, I'll take Kansas State at that. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass. I I got a lot going on right now. Uh, Don't worry, State I'll be back. Beat up on Bowling Green, covered uh, the spread and then some. I just don't know too much about. Yeah, I mean, well. I think us three could go out there and run an offense and cover against fucking Bowling Green. And I would we'll like talk, to take we'll a talk about them here in a minute. Quick second to apologize to Skylar Thompson, the quarterback for Kansas State, and saying his name is awfully girly. He did kick the shit out of me and lost me a quick ten bucks last week. Um, I'll take. So did somebody take Kansas State? I did. I'll take Mississippi State. All right, I like that. And now I'll tell you, Kylan Hill, running back for Mississippi State Bulldogs, averaging seven point 
eight yards a carry after two games. That's pretty impressive. Uh, 41 attempts, 320 yards, and two touchdowns for the season. And you're giving me eight points, right? Eight and a half. Yeah. Eight and a half. Eight. 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 Don't screw me out of that half point. All right, moving on. That was one game I wasn't expecting to take action on, but what the heck. All right. Furman, the Paladins, FCS team, comes to Blacksburg. I will be there against Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech is favored 21 and a half. Pass. Well, let, let me talk about the Hokies. The one and one. They lost the game against BC at BC after five turnovers. Quarterback play was much, much better last week with Ryan Rillis. He threw some really good balls. You can see his arm strength. He just plays like a linebacker sometimes and doesn't think with his head, but his arm is pretty incredible. Um, And he doesn't even have his top receivers. Damon Hazleton was out for a second week in a row. Uh, He was out. Virginia Tech was without two linemen, their center, Zachariah Hoyt and uh, TJ Jackson. Um, at left guard. So the running game was not there against ODU. Virginia Tech needs to fix that really fast if they're going to have a chance. Uh, King, true freshman running back, has the speed to do it, but they need the offensive line experience, which they don't have right now, very young team, to improve that running game. If Virginia Tech does that, they should uh, win easily. But I was looking at some polls that Furman's actually statistically better than Old Dominion. So it could be more of a challenge for Tech. I still think Virginia Tech covers – 21 and a half points if anybody wants to take it. I'm, I already said I'm going to pass. I think I've bet every game to this point, so I'm going to take one off here. I don't want you to lose twice. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and I thought for G Tech would cover Old Dominion. They only won by 14, and they didn't cover last week, and you guys didn't take action, so I'm glad you didn't. But I do think they'll cover this week. They just need to get healthy at wide receiver and on the offensive line, and they'll be fine. That defense is, is improving up front. Um, always optimistic. I am. I, you know, I'm the half class kind of full when it comes to my program, um, so that I follow. But not everybody's like that. It kind of pisses me off. But yeah, I feel like as a fan, you got to be optimistic, right? Okay. Yep. I guess now we're heading to Morgantown, right? Morgantown, poor little old West Virginia. Um, NC, a- NC State, uh, a rising program in the ACC, uh, in the stronger division of the conference. Very odd line here. Uh, favored by six and a half at Morgantown. I like that the, number, I'll take NC State. I'll take the Wolfpack as well. I'll take the Wolfpack as well. That may be another lock. Well, well I think we already threw our lock of the week. So Pat's the one with the lock of the week left. So there's three games we all agree on that are pretty going to be covered pretty easily. That's yeah. NC State covering West Virginia. Uh, what was the other one, Phil? Uh, Maryland covering Temple. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Maryland's only favored by seven. I think that's an easy cover for Maryland. And what was the third one? Was it the um, Ohio State? Ohio State game. Yeah, Ohio State only getting 16 at Indiana, or favored by 16 at Indiana. So there's, you know, for our listeners out there, those are three games that all three of us agree on that are should be pretty easy covers. We'll, well see. We'll see. Never New know. Mexico. Here you go, Pat. Talk yeah. about your Fighting Irish. They were on a bye last week after that impressive win, although in book had a um, eh, so-so game in week one against it Louisville. Was, it wasn't impressive. I, it, it was far from impressive in my mind. I mean, the best pass Ian Buck threw all week in week one was the one he hit the cheerleader or whatever, <laughs> the dancer in the face. Feel ba- yeah, feel bad for the girl. I mean, but she got a lot of publicity, and she's kind of living it up. So good for her. Um, anyway, uh, Notre Dame. by 35. 35 is a lot. What, what do you At think? At home, home opener, 
you know, I the biggest concern that I saw with Notre Dame was their linebackers not being able to get off blocks, which is very concerning to me. Uh, I'm going to avoid this game. I, I, I don't think uh, – yeah, I mean, New Mexico sucks. And, frankly, I just don't know how good Notre Dame is at this point. Yeah, I, I – I have some questions about Notre Dame, too. I think they're a top 10 program, top 15 program for sure, but I don't know if they're the team they were last year yet. Um, whoever New, whoever New Mexico's AD is, poor little New Mexico, they go from Bama to Notre Dame. Didn't they have Side Bama? note to this game, Bob Davey, yep, former coach of Notre Dame, is the head coach at New Mexico, had a health scare, unfortunately, and uh, is unable to travel to South Bend for this game for a return. So... Mm. Uh, you know that might uh, that might give the Lobos a little bit of a jump. Who knows? Was it Bob Davey that they found out lied on his resume? No, that was George O'Leary. Oh, okay, that guy was an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Bob Davey actually coached six seasons. Okay. George O'Leary didn't even coach for sixteen days, and so, then was uh, anyway. I I would take uh, New Mexico if anybody was willing to take that action, but it doesn't sound you like you think they're covered thirty five. I yeah. I don't. I, I'm not going to touch it. I I just don't know enough about Notre Dame quite yet, and. We'll see. It is the home opener for the Irish. Uh, Alabama, uh, you know, everybody's thinking it's going to be Bama and Clemson again this year. They go to South Carolina, who's really been underperforming. They um, suck. They're, Bama's favored by 24-and-a-half on the road. Does anybody have any action on that game? What's Bama bitching about this week? I mean, they're bitching oh, about everything. the – well, well, I know they're bitching about the time of the game against Southern Miss next week. I'm going to put that into my two-minute drill at the at the end before we all talk about something else that's way more important than what we're talking about here. But anyway, uh, I'm going to avoid this line. I think uh, – I don't know. I, for some reason, part of me thinks that uh, South Carolina is going to be able to hold the Alabama receivers down a little bit. Uh, but then that just might be because I've – drank a beer and a half and I don't I don't really know much at this point so anyway I'm excited to see this quarterback for South Carolina that took over for Jake Bentley that Ryan Helensky kid go up for oh, another yeah. week he actually did look pretty good last week sad story about this brother 80% albeit against Charleston Southern but you know maybe they get a fresh face back there behind center and it can mix it up a little bit um, I, I would be willing to take South Carolina in this game since it's in Columbia but you know I don't yeah, he did have a completion rate of 80% against uh, Charleston Southern. I know that's not very good competition, but I don't care who you're playing. If you're completing 80% of your passes in 30 attempts, it's pretty impressive. So, yeah, I, I'm looking more to see what South Carolina does than Bama, of course, but I'm going to stay away from this game. Uh, moving on to the next. So we, don't, we have no wagers on that one either. Um, but we're going to move on to Stanford at Central Florida, former national champs. Uh Central Florida is favored seven and a half at home. What do y'all think? Man, fucking USC just blew the doors off Stanford on Pac-12 after dark, you know, last week. Yeah. Uh, two backup quarterbacks going at it, you know, in that game with K.J. Costello being out. David Shaw's a hell of a coach. I just – I'm concerned about Stanford. I really am. I, give me the you, Knights. You were high on Stanford to start the season. Uh, was I? Yeah. I don't know. I was pretty hammered that first I, night. I do, <laughs> I do like David Shaw, um, but I think I would go with UCF too. And the funniest-looking coach in college football, Josh Hupel. <laughs> you guys have seen a picture of him? Where, where did uh, – quick little trivia question. Where did Josh Hupel or Heupel uh, play college football? 
Uh, I don't know. Oklahoma. You nailed it. Huh. Ding, I, ding, ding, I, ding. I wasn't even on my screen here. Yeah. I did remember that. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. I think I think we're expected Stanford to fall out of the rankings. In fact, I think the rankings came out. Yeah, they're not in. They're they're out. Yeah, and I'm sure USC is probably in. The top Brandon team. Wimbush, US UCF. I almost said UFC, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take the Knights if anyone wants that. To cover seven, I I don't like like you said. I think Stanford is uh, in trouble. It looks like so downward I'm spiral. Yep. Um, that leads right into our next game. The team who beats Stanford pretty soundly. Uh, the Trojans of USC, they won big 45-20 to 20 against Stanford. They go on the road to BYU, who just beat Tennessee. But, you know, that's not saying much. Uh, the Trojans are favored by four and a half on the road. Anybody have any action on that? Um, I'd be willing to take USC laying the four and a half if we have any takers there. I, I'm with you, Phil. I think Slovis, the true freshman QB, came in and was just slinging it around the yard. Tight. Taylor Vaughn's another receiver for USC. He's pretty impressive, along with Amon Ross. Same, they just have a shitload of athletes on the outside. You know, I feel kind of bad for Clay Helton. You know, just everyone wants him out of there for well, whatever they, reason. They just lost their athletic director. Old well, yeah, Swan. he was pretty much forced to really? resign. Yeah. yeah, he was huh. pretty much forced to resign because they beat Stanford, from what I heard. Yeah, so it's almost like major league. You know, whenever you know you got the the. The owner who's trying to get him out, right, and wants him to Start lose. Winning. I mean, that's how the president of USC is right now because she wants Clay Helton to hell out. Yeah, Lynn Swan wasn't forced to resign when he was the head of that whole debacle of right. taking money for kids getting into school when they weren't qualified for it. But yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah, I, I I don't like BYU to cover that. Uh, even though they beat Tennessee, that doesn't say much. And if you look at the statistics in that Tennessee BYU game, even though they won. Their numbers offensively were not impressive. They only had 232 yards passing, 107 yards rushing. It was a very stagnant game, so no action there. Arizona State, uh, the Sun Devils, go to the team who redeemed themselves offensively, and if they can continue to do that, along with their dominant defense, Michigan State, uh, they can be dangerous. They are favored, Michigan State, that is, by 13 at home against Arizona State. I... I don't like this line. You don't like it? No, I don't. I mean, if anything, I want part of me wants to go with Arizona State just because of the way Michigan State plays. You know what? Fuck it. Give me the Sun Devils. I'll take that. I'll sure. take it. Yeah, I, I think. <laughs> I'm glad we haven't had action for a little while. Yeah, we haven't had action. I, I think Michigan State will cover. That defense is nasty for the Spartans. And if they can do any half of what they did offensively against Western Michigan – then they'll be all right this season. I'll take Michigan State to cover the 13 as well. All right. Um, Iowa. Hey, don't forget that half point, 13 and a half. I have 13. We need to get clarification on that right now. So I have 13 on the sheet. CBS has them favored by 13 and a half. So what are we going with? I'll still take 13 and a half. I will too. All right, moving right along. I think there might be some money going on Michigan State ever since we wrote these. Uh, wrote these. It might have been down. some, yeah, late money, money going yeah. on in the past hour. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's impressive. So you know that game's at four. So now Love this fucking sport. That Michigan State Arizona State game's at four. We're now heading into the later games uh, here on this college football Saturday on week three Iowa rivalry game. Two Iowa State. Iowa's favored by two and a half. 
That's where college game day is going to be this week. It is. Yeah. It so kind of shows you where this slate of games is this week. It's pretty shitty. Yeah. Well, um, we're going to go to Syracuse, but Syracuse got the doors blown off. Yeah, they got. I'll say I'll this. Be polite. I'll say this about Iowa State. At home, they're always known to beat. To, to upset teams at home. I, I think agree. they've done it every year the last three years, I feel like. I think Oklahoma's gone in there and lost. Um, Matt Campbell, hell of a coach, Iowa State. I'm actually surprised he hadn't gotten – I mean, I know from rumors, so I don't know it per se, but I know from different rumors and things he's been offered some bigger jobs and he's wanted to stay with the Cyclones. Credit to him. Give me the Cyclones in this game. Yeah, I, I'll I'll take the Cyclones as well. Yep. Um, I'll take Iowa. That's a uh, double paper. I, I do not bet against Iowa hardly ever. Uh, they always just play tough. It's going to be raucous and Ames. Family. It's going to be raucous and Ames come Saturday. Mm-hmm. I am concerned because this is only Iowa State's second game. They were off last week. That means they had two weeks to prepare. But they, they only beat Nor- they, Northern Iowa by three. Yeah, I, I think they were looking ahead to this game. I think you're right. It's weird. We were talking about this before the podcast, how early – Teams are having bye weeks in college football this year. Usually, a, it's strange. The The season is 143 days, roughly, which yeah. is probably the longest season in over a decade. So, that's why you're seeing so many bye weeks. Um, I don't even know why you put this game on the paper, Pat, but we'll talk about it. Southeastern Louisiana at Ole Miss. Ole Miss is favored by 31. I don't know why I put this one on the paper, either. But does Bobby Boucher still play for Southeast Louisiana? If he does, they might be able to pull the upset this weekend. Uh, can we, can Miss sucks. I mean, they suck. They I do. Mean, I think you like to put SEC games on here just to talk bad about the SEC. I am kind I, of I, seeing a trend. <laughs> you yeah. see, noticing that? Uh, just I, because they don't play anybody at a conference. That doesn't what? mean they're bad. I, I, I'm not saying. Well, I'm not saying they're good. I, I mean, I, I don't think the SEC is the SEC of like. I still think they're one of the best, if not the best, conference. I just don't think they're as dominant as they've been in the past. But with that being said, Ole Miss lost to Memphis last week, 15 to 10. Memphis is a good program, though. I don't know uh, shit about Southeast Louisiana, Tech State, whatever it is. I'm staying away from that one. Or that, they lost to Memphis in week one. Ole Miss did. I'll, I'll take week. Southeast Louisiana to cover the 31 if anyone wants it. I'm not touching that. Ole Miss rebounded nice against Arkansas, but. I, I I don't know enough about Ole Miss. They have a new coach in what year two, or is that his? First uh, he was an interim not last year, but the year before, about halfway through when Hugh Freeze was doing whatever with a prostitute, and then he took over the program. Gotcha. Well, no action. Um, yeah. Here you go, guys. Our Bowling Green game of the week. We talk about them every week. Uh, Bowling Green. Finally showed their true colors. They absolutely got slaughtered last week. They take on Louisiana Tech. Um, Bone Green is the underdog. Louisiana Tech favored by 10. I think Louisiana. <laughs> Give me Louisiana Tech all day, every day. Not only does Bowling Green suck, but their coaching staff is awful. Led by defensive coordinator Brian Van Gorder. Who is a terrible human. <laughs> I think he made that clear. <laughs> After I'll, that shit show last week, I'm not touching Bowling Green ever again. Okay, so no action on Louisiana oh. Tech and Bowling Green. I think we're all confident that uh, Louisiana Tech will cover that. Another trivia question, Phil. Who is the most sought after, not sought after, but who is the most <laughs> popular? Sorry, I'm pouring a beer. Who is the most popular Louisiana Tech grad that we know of? I don't know him personally, but that we know of. 
Quarterback. Former quarterback. Terry Bradshaw. Nailed it. Damn, I'm on fire. Yeah, you are on fire. Um, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> a little trivia time. It's like a trivia break. I guess we're off. We're adding a new element to our podcast, trivia questions. But Kent State goes to uh, Auburn, who's looked good. They won 24-6. to You almost took Tulane to cover there last week. Didn't they end up covering? I don't think they did. I don't know what the spread was last week. You didn't take action, but. Uh, I, I know I contemplated it big time because of the hangover from the Oregon game. But a uh, little side note about this game. Um, <laughs> when Gus Melzon was talking to the media earlier this week, he had mentioned that, and he I think it was more of a dig at Alabama than anything, and good for him because fuck them. But anyway, he essentially said, because Alabama's been bitching about playing, you know, oh, well, you know, we got – we got the uh, noon kick next week against Southern Miss, and we'll talk about that game next week. And he said, Gus Malzahn said, you know what, I'd, I'd love to. I'd absolutely love to play the noon kick, and I could be, you know, prepare for my next week's game. Essentially talking that, you know, Kent State is dog shit. I disagree. Give me Kent State to cover. Interesting. Bo Nix looks good. Uh, he does. He has 384 yards for the year. Complete complete uh, completion percentage can be a little higher, but um, three touchdowns, two interceptions, that ratio could be a little better. But it's the running game that's even better. Whitlow has 47 carries of 206 yards. I think Auburn covers easily. 35. I'll take Auburn to cover 35. All right. Paper. Paper. I Kent State. I'm staying away from that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. you know, it's Kent State, man. Um, what are they, the Golden Flashes? Yeah, flashes, golden flashes. Uh, Clemson at Syracuse, the team I thought that would give him a fight in the ACC, which may not be the case after Syracuse' performance against Maryland. Clemson's favored by 27.5. It is in the Carrier Dome, and that's the only reason I kind of like Syracuse in this game, but not enough to take Syracuse to cover the 27.5 simply because of how stagnant they looked the the first two weeks of the season. Do you like Syracuse in this matchup? You usually like Clemson every week. I, I do. They I kind of have a sour taste left in my mouth after not covering last week when I thought they very well should have. Uh, I'm going to stay away from this one. I feel like Clemson came off the big game. Syracuse kind of came off of getting their asses kicked. They got a little something to prove. They're going to probably I think they're going to get their asses. I think they're going to get their asses kicked again. If you would have asked me. if you I would take Syracuse to cover. It, would you? If you, I don't know if I'm willing to go that far yet. If you would have asked me last week, if you would have told me last week Syracuse would be 27 and a half dogs against Clemson, I would have taken it in a heartbeat. However, after seeing that performance against Maryland. And part of that might just be how good Maryland is. I mean, we don't, we don't know yet. Yeah, it's so damn early in the season. I, I think passing on this game is the way to go. All right. We'll pass. I'll uh, watch it, but I'm not going to bet on it. I'm definitely going to watch it. It's going to be an interesting game. Syracuse has given Clemson a scare where they beat him two years ago and then should have, could have beat him last year. So, I don't know. It is in the Dome. I do like that in Syracuse's favor. It'll either be interesting or done in the first four minutes. Yeah, we'll see. DeVito looked a lot better last week. That's the only plus side I can take away from that Maryland game from them last year uh, or last week. Uh, Florida State, here's probably the ACC game of the week. Florida State goes to Virginia. UVA had a big win against Women Mary, but I'm not going to be honest with you. I think Virginia Tech put up 62 against Women Mary last year, and Virginia Tech was absolutely garbage. 
Uh, William & Mary's coach also retired last year, so William & Mary had a new coach in Charlottesville last week. So I don't think you can take much away from that UVA win over Maryland last Friday. Or, or over Mary. William & Mary, sorry, last Friday. I like Florida State to cover seven points against Virginia. I know they struggled against UL Monroe last week, but Florida State has so much darn talent, and that's probably why ultimately Taggart's ultimately going to get fired, is that he's not doing a whole bunch with a lot of talent in Tallahassee. Uh, he has talent at the skill positions, but he doesn't have talent on either either front, whether it be offense yeah, or Yeah, trenches, they are, they are terrible, but you give Akers the ball in open space, I think he's going to go in Charlottesville and give him a scare. I think, I, be, I think Virginia's defense is somewhat underrated to be quite honest with you give yeah me the, give me the who's i'll take okay. the who's i'll take florida state all right you guys got it i would take the who's if it was six and a half that's seven i feel like it very well might be a touchdown game decided by that so i'm gonna I stay think it's gonna be a high that. scoring game what's the over under on that um that's a really good question 57 57 i think it'll go over that too i think it's gonna be a high scoring game um, a lot of speed on both sides of the ball. You, you were talking about lack of trenches for Florida State, defensive and offense. I don't think UVA's uh, defensive front's that impressive either. I don't know. It, it's going to be more of a show at the skill positions. We'll see. I think Florida State will cover. I think the ACC needs Virginia to win. I'll, I'll say that. Now, don't tell me that. Screw that. <laughs> <clears throat> um, moving on, Oklahoma at UCLA. Oklahoma, Jalen Hurts. Chip Kelly, that's what I was going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, J- Jalen Hurts is putting on a show. Um, he, is, he goes to UCLA all the way out west. I got, I got a pretty funny little uh, tidbit about this game, and, th- and, that, and it's this. If you are a UCLA season ticket holder, and I doubt there's any people out on the west coast listening to this, but if there are, if you are a UCLA season ticket holder, all you have to do is, is call your ticket provider, right? So call the you know the UCLA box office or whatever the hell it may be. You get four free tickets to this game. Four free additional tickets to this game. That's how shitty UCLA is. Yeah, and I how think, shitty their crowds are coming up. I think Jalen Hurts is going to continue his show. <laughs> they, he didn't have much competition against South Dakota last week. They dropped seventy. You know at. At this point in college football, FCS team or no FCS team, it doesn't matter who you play. When you're dropping 70, you have weapons. Uh, I think Oklahoma covers easily. No, I think they probably do too. And UCLA, what, they lost to San Diego State last week. If I'm not mistaken, that's the first time they have ever lost to San Diego State. Um, San Diego State, the Aztecs, their defense is pretty legit. They always have been. So. And they always have a pretty good running game. Doesn't make me want to take UCLA because their quarterback has the inability to complete the forward pass. Yeah. I, I, I think we all agree three of the top four college football player favorites are Bama, Clemson, and Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think that's almost a lock at this point in the season. But um, moving on, last game we'll cover. Uh, is it a late game? It is a late game. So if you're looking to watch some late college football on Saturday, Texas Tech, who's known to air it out, Goes to Arizona. Texas Tech's favored by two and a half. Anybody have any action? I like Texas Tech to cover. I, I do as well. They, I, do, I do as well. If we can move on, I found another game I'd like us to talk about real quick. I like it, Pat. All right. We'll plug one more in. All right. TCU going to West Lafayette to take on the Boilermakers of Purdue. 
That receiver. Sexy, that's for, a sexy little out-of-conference game. Rondell Moore, is that who you're talking no, about? No, that dude is nasty for yeah. Purdue. He's the one who put on a show against Ohio State last year, and I think he's continuing to do that this season. Um, who do you like there, Pat? What's the spread? Let's see. We've got two. TCU's favored by two points. I got two and a half on this site. I'm also looking at two and a half. So, I I would mm. I, I would take Purdue. I'm thinking to win the game by a field goal. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't bet against you on that. I think I think I like Purdue too. I think it's coin flip, but at home I'll give it to Purdue. So we all like Purdue, but it's going to be a good game. Yeah, I think I think that's going to be one to watch. Rondell Moore, 24 catches, 344 yards after two games, averaging 14.3 yards a carry. Give that dude the ball. Yeah, he's nasty. Um, so that pretty much wraps it up. Uh, we'll take a very short intermission here, and we'll have Pat Stein, your big winner last week, with 7-4. Uh, 7-4 and and bets last week. You will get the two-minute drill this week. And we'll have Pat launch that in just a moment here at Cover 3U. Okay, here at Cover 3U, the college football degenerates, it's time for a two-minute drill. The two-minute drill goes to Pat, the Fighting Irish fan, who won big last week in all of our wagers going 7-4. Uh, and four. Therefore, you get the two-minute drill. Pat, what do you want to talk about today? Well, I'm going to talk about Alabama bitching, right? Bitching about their Week 4 game against Southern Miss. They released this statement. Just so you all know, uh, they scheduled the game for a 11 a.m. Central Time kickoff, 12 p.m. Eastern. And this was uh, from the Alabama Athletic Department. We are disappointed our game against Southern Miss has been selected as a daytime kickoff at home. We realize we've played more non-conference day games at home in September than any other SEC team since 2014. My response to that is, go screw. And here's why. Since Nick Saban has been there, they have played two, and I mean two, out-of-conference true road games since he's been there. And those were scheduled prior to his arrival. He doesn't want to go on the road and play anybody. All he's doing is setting it up, and credit to him because it works, to either get in a BCS championship game or now the college football playoff. Hell with him, all right? But more importantly, what I wanted to talk about is we're on the eve of yet another 9-11 anniversary. And where were you at that time? Always think about where you were. I was leaving Miss Garcia's Spanish class that particular day. I'll never forget it. God bless everybody who, uh, all the first responders and everyone who's been affected by that tragedy, along with every American. And I'd like to Offer it up to Phil and Jameson to say a word or two about that. Yeah, thoughts and prayers to those who were effective. Always remember that day, and uh, we will continue to overcome. God bless America. You guys said it all. All right, let's have a good week three of college football. That concludes our third episode here on the first season of College 3U, College Football Degenerate. See you next week. Paper! Hey, <laughs>